a That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Welcome to Off With The Fairies. I'm a very jet-lagged Morgan Phillips. And I am a somewhat jet-lagged Isabella Vallette. How do you cope? How do you cope with all this travelling? This well, is crazy for me. I'm used to flying because obviously fairies fly. Yeah, and but I mean, it, you're not a fairy. No, but I obviously grew up around fairies. And so my culture was like people would often try and like push me off buildings to make me fly and stuff. <laughs> So like, Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. It's just, uh, I mean, you're okay now, so I guess it wasn't kind of been that bad. Yeah, right? like I'm not well, but I mean, I do feel that just like being on a um, plane, like, you know, something mm. with an engine is just a lot more reassuring than, than what I went through as a sure. child, you know? Anyway, the reason we're, we're talking about this is that we're in Ireland after just getting back from Scotland. We flew all the way back to the UK to go to Ireland. That's right. Well, we have a very special guest today. Uh, yes, it is we the do. only Lady Leprechaun. It's very exciting. Um, before we get on to meeting her, though, let's just talk a little bit about what we do on Off of the Fairies. If you're a new listener uh, in Off of the Fairies, we head interview. back to the start and listen to every episode. Give us five stars and write a review. <laughs> I mean, you can do that. But you can also continue to listen to this episode. And if you do, uh, this is kind of the context of what's going on. And um, if you don't like it, head back to the start and listen to every episode until you find one that you do. We interview a new mythological creature every week mm. uh, who lives in a modern day world. That's right. Um, and, you know, they're around us more than you think. Yeah, apparently most of the celebrities we know are um, some kind of mythological creature disguised as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, last, uh, no, in our last episode, we interviewed a selkie mm-hmm. uh, who's just sunbathing on the beach. Which is a woman in a seal skin. Turns out all seals are selkies. Yeah. Seals are just women wrapped in seal skin. Yeah, crazy. Mm. Anyway, we're here in Ireland and we mm-hmm. here have here with us a very special guest that's right we should actually say we're actually in dublin island aren't we yeah oh you you are a killer for specificity i love specificity because you know our our listeners all they've got are their ears you know like they can't see where we are like tell them what you see in front of you morgan um in front of me i see uh, a smiling blonde attractive woman with dazzling smile where it's me oh yeah. It's funny because our guest just sat up extra straight because she thought it was her, because she's also uh, a blonde woman with an attractive so I, I, smile. I thought that was me. Ah, yes. I am quite the attractive leprechaun, really. As far as leprechauns go, if you look at my long waist-length red hair with the blonde tips, it's quite lovely. Mm. Um, hi. Uh, nice to meet you in a formal, uh, broadcasted manner. My name is Morgan Phillips, and your name? My name is Sayo Bahan. Sayo Bahan. Sayo Bahan. Sayo Bahan Connors. Isn't that like Siobhan? I thought that's how you say it. No, that's that's how other people say it when you're not actually Irish. It is Sayo Bahan. It's okay. People make that mistake all the time. Right. So... Uh, the leprechaun original name is Sayobahan. Sayobahan. Now, of course, Sayobahan, um, you and I have 
met before. Yes, we have. When I tried Irish dancing. Oh, yes. You were the judge. I was the judge. You didn't do so well in that competition. Oh. Yes, what score did you give her? Well, I, she, got, she got a solid about four out of ten on that one. Well, that's not bad. We no. just kept using your hands. And I said, don't use your hands. Keep your hands behind your back. And you did the whole thing with your hands. Yeah. Well, you know, I have busy hands. Very just you really do. Everything, I mean, our podcasters, our listeners can never appreciate it. But everything you say is accompanied by some kind of big hand gesture. Mm, I have busy hands. Anyway, more on our guest here, uh, Siobhan. Siobhan. Yeah, so Siobhan, we have known each other for a while. And the reason why I was so keen to travel back here to see you, even though we'd just come back from Scotland and Morgan doesn't cope well with jet lag. No, I do Oh, not. yes, you look like shite there. Thank you. We have a lot Thank of frequent you. flyer points, though. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm ra- raking them in right now. Mm. Speaking of raking them in, we should go to Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Where's in that? Iceland one day. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe For, next episode. To meet someone? I don't, yeah, maybe just on a little holiday. Can we, can we fly back there on the way back from here, or do we have to go back We could fly there. Again? It wouldn't be on the way back. It would be a bit further north. But we could okay. do it. We could just go on a little relaxing holiday, like you and me. There, there's a bit of a uh, leprechaun community in Iceland as well. Oh. Sian. Sian is there, Uncle Sian. Oh, Uncle Sian. Great. Yeah. Stay with him. Now, yeah, what do, the, what do the leprechauns in Iceland do? Well, pretty much the exact same thing that we do here, which is a lot of shoe building and shoe fixing. Uh, but they do it in Ireland, so the shoes are a little bit thicker, a little bit warmer, a little bit sturdier, a little bit more grip, mm. a little bit tighter laces. I love Actually, grip. On that point, what do what do leprechauns do at all? Is it just a pot of gold thing? And well, that is a thing. We are always looking for the pot of gold, uh, but you can't always find that pot of gold. Rainbows aren't all that common here. The weather and all that, but uh, we we fix and we build shoes essentially. So, how do you get the pots of gold out to every other rainbow in the world? Well, the rainbow actually comes from the pot of gold. So the oh. pot of gold is always there. It's sort of more like a, a uh, metaphysical thing, and it appears when it's ready. You know, it's very uh, temperamental, the pot of gold. So and the then, pot of gold is always there. The rainbow is, in fact, always there, but not visible unless the rain and the sun create the right conditions the to see it. right time. And yes. that occurs over a multitude of different... Hemispheres. Yeah. Absolutely. Different uh, temperatures, different days of the week. A lot of things come into it, you know. And when the pot of gold appears, essentially the rainbow bursts forth from it in that beautiful arc. And then we all stop what we're doing. We drop the tiny shoe hammers and we, we try to find it. Usually about one in 20 leprechauns finds a pot of gold in his lifetime or and her is, lifetime. It's a, does a leprechaun who finds a pot of gold, does, uh, do they quit the life of... Shoemaking, yes, absolutely. Quit the life of shoemaking. They move to a tiny golden palace, uh, sort of north of Dublin in the mountains. <laughs> so north of Dublin in the mountains, there's, there's, a, there's, mul- there's a whole <laughs> bunch of uh, golden palaces? Uh, well, there's actually only about sort of 15. Oh, but they join in. They, everyone kind of moves mm, It's like a community ones. of palaces. You can sort of oh, see I them see. from each other, but yeah. Has one of them ever gone rogue and like taken a cruise around the world and like, you know... 
got some hot girls on a boat like Leonardo DiCaprio does and other weird things that rich people do. Actually, one of them did go completely rogue and he actually started the, uh, the Playboy Mansion. Oh, Hugh Hefner's a leprechaun. Well, he was a leprechaun, but he had a lot of work done to get into the more sort of human, uh, stretched himself out a little bit, got a little bit taller. Yeah, so he got on a little stretching rack. A little, stre- little medieval stretching rack, like oh. what they have in Braveheart at the end there. Wow, mm. that seems really painful. It does, it does, actually. Would you ever do that to get a couple more inches, Morgan? Uh... No, I'm, like, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with my height. How tall are you? Six foot? Uh, just under. Yeah, yeah just under. Mm. Yeah. Just under. Just under. Yeah, just, just under a couple foot. of little inches on that rack. Not, e- not even one. Not even one inch. Yeah. Just, just, just like a quarter of an inch would get me to six How long foot, would that take? Like ten minutes? Oh, no. It takes, get, takes quite a long time. It takes about six months. Yeah, what, to get a quarter of an inch? Yes. Per quarter of an inch, six months. You should go back to South Africa and see one of those witch doctors. You know what? I've still got the flappy air b- elbows from the last time I saw a witch doctor. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. So, um... Siobhan. 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 Um, you're a female leprechaun, and I have to say, you don't see a lot of those in uh, literature. You don't see any of them in literature because oh. there is just me. I am what? the only female leprechaun oh, like in oh existence. Oh, yes, like Smurfette, actually. I get that. I get the Smurfette doll a lot for Christmas presents, actually. It's a bit of <laughs> a personal joke. You must get, like... It must be really stressful. Do you have to populate the entire leprechaun race alone? In, in my dreams, I would. Actually, no, I don't get any attention as for thousands and thousands of years we've been procreating without having a female leprechaun. And now I'm here, I am a bit of a mistake. Oh. bit of a mistake. Wait, so how do, how do leprechauns procreate? Well... Actually, it's a bit of a process. It takes around 10 minutes' time. Uh, what you do is you get a, uh, a sort of a wand. It's a black wand with a white tip, and you insert mm-hmm. this wand in until yourself as the leprechaun. Oh, into yourself. Into yourself. Like what Where? part of yourself? Where do you put it? You in? insert it into the putrid anus. The putrid what? anus. What? <laughs> you insert it in, not does too far, does not the anus too have far to, at all. Why does the anus it? specifically have to be putrid? <laughs> yes. That's, Wait, a, that's a thing with leprechauns. Is this documented or did you just... Oh, yes, it's on several news articles. You can Wait. find it on Wikipedia. You can find it on Google's. So on, Wikipa- on Wikipedia, it says you get a black wand with a white tip and insert it into the putrid anus. Would you like me to read the article for you? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sensing some doubt in your voice. No, I just want you, to, I want you to t- tell us uh, off the top of the head. Keep... keep Tell us more about this process. All right. Well, once the wand is strategically inserted into the putrid anus, it causes the small genitalia of the leprechaun to become a female sex organ for approximately 10 minutes' time. My uncle famously lasted 12 minutes' time. After the 10 minutes is over, the leprechaun becomes impregnated female and quickly gives birth via the asshole. The newborn leprechaun is born already old and clothed with a beard. Wait. So hang on. The leprechaun has female genitalia. For ten minutes. Then, it, but it's immediately pregnant somehow. Immediately pregnant. After the ten minutes it's been inserted. Pregnant. Leprechaun is birth. Okay. Can it, you use the same wand more than once? No. So what happens to all of these wands? They get put in the wand distillery. Like, just as a quick, like... Genetically speaking, um, 
so each each leprechaun is kind of like a clone, or is that stick making some kind of genetic variation inside that <laughs> the leprechaun? The stick has just got a lot of like double helix yeah. in it. <laughs> the stick definitely has some some new DNA, so that it's not an asexual reproduction. Right. It is. We we don't have any inbreds unless you use the stick twice. So okay, so where do you get these? So you sticks wouldn't from? use your da- you wouldn't use your dad stick, for example. Like yes. you, if you use your dad stick, then you would. I be wouldn't like- use any stick that had been on my dad's ass anyway. <laughs> True. <laughs> no, you don't want a double dip, so to speak. Does anyone ever? Okay, I need to know. I've got like ten questions, but. I think the first one is, who's making these sticks? The sticks are a bit of an urban legend, but they've been around as long as unicorns and leprechauns have been around. Anything that ends in corn, essentially. Unicorns and leprechauns are related? And corn. And corn? Yes. Wow. Wait, wait, but you still want to explain, where did these sticks come from? Well, these sticks are actually sort of molecules that have all sort of joined together and then you're presented them after your birth. So it's, oh. a, it's a long process. So every leprechaun just gets one stick? Every leprechaun gets one stick. Oh. One stick. Do not what? miss your chance to blow. What happens if you lose your stick? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we all know what happens when you lose your stick. No, we, we don't. don't. That's why the leprechaun went rogue. So the one that went on the big... Playboy Mansion. He lost his stick. Hugh Hefner was born from a lost stick. Oh! <laughs> <gasps> So That's the- why Hugh Hefner could never have a child and never commit to anyone. Whoa. Because he knew that he could not have a child. So hang on, Hugh Hefner was the leprechaun or the stick? Hugh Hefner was the leprechaun, but he lost his stick. Okay, so he might have, must have grown about four feet and then... Lost the stick. Lost the stick. Did- Yikes. Wow, so... I mean... I forget this must all seem a little I don't bit crazy. It's just it like, does seem really... It's yeah. just like mm. history to me. It's like one plus one equals two and... The impression I get is that Hugh Hefner didn't have a sad life, though, right? Well, I guess that's a bit debatable. He did turn on his entire race and deny who he was, have countless partners who he dressed up as bunnies. Leprechauns famously hate bunnies. That was a bit of a slap in the face. Mm. Leprechauns hate bunnies. There was a great war between the bunnies and the leprechauns back in 1942. There's a lot of great wars. Mm. Similar heights, similar levels of aggression. Mm. They burrowed. Seems like the whole, like, mythological society of creatures is a bit like uh, Europe in general, you know? Everyone's fighting someone else and mm. has these feuds that go on for generations. Mm. Yeah. And everyone's just looking for that pot of gold. Mm, I guess. Now, listen, back to the sticks. Um, <laughs> does anybody use, like, sticks that don't have genetic material in them? Like, are they, like, sex toys or, like, do oh, people... no, 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 not at all. I mean, you can hold on to your stick once you've, once you've actually birthed a new leprechaun with your stick. You can hold on to it to sort of bring back those memories, but it's not necessarily pleasurable at all. So... so- there, there's no, like, sex for recreational purposes for... Uh, no, no, no. Oh, none of that. Because that. I would have thought that, like, maybe... Okay, so humor me here. Maybe someone has had sex for recreational purposes along the way. Because you have to do it, right? So, like, if you get pregnant by having a putrid ass, if you have, like, a really clean ass and you use the stick, would that make it not possible to have a baby? Yeah, what happens then? What, what is birthed out of that anus? I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I have heard rumours of this, and it's sort of a more, uh, it's more clean sort of creature comes forth. Was it you? 
Do you reckon your leprechaun daddy yeah, had a clean ass? How come you came out as a woman? Well, that's what I'm thinking happened. But my dad was unfortunately rolled over by a steam train before I could ask him the facts. <laughs> well, no, a steam train rolled over Rolled him, him over. Rolled him over. <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> turned him from his back to his, his front. front. Everyone knows that's the best way to kill a leprechaun. Yeah, just to flip him over. Flip him over and they suffocate. <laughs> Several times over. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and the man, steam train did it. Wow. Worst, I guess it could have been worse. So that's me putting two and two together that my, my dad's anus was in fact cleansed. And I came out a woman. So if you were to put a stick up your putrid ass... Yeah, what would happen? Would you just would grow you a turn into a your... man and then not be able to give birth? Or, like, what would happen? I have been a little bit hesitant to try. Mm. Yeah. But you have a stick. I have a stick. Should we try it now? I have it. Keep it in my shtick box. It's a stick shtick box. You got to... Well, why don't we take a little break and we can maybe convince you into using this stick. Giving it a crack. All right, then. I feel safe. Literally giving it a crack. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates, moderated by me, Zane C. Weber, in order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. That's Not Canon Productions podcast. So, in the studio today with us, we have Alexia May Brinsley. Oh, hey, guys. Mm. Hey, Lexi. It's great to have you in today. So it's good. It's good to be here. Thank now, you for having me. You had a dream prior to coming here, before we even asked you to do this podcast, about doing this podcast. I did, and it was so detailed and vivid. And what happened is you both invited me into this beautiful studio, and you made me be a toaster. You were like, right, so we've got a vision. It's going to be an aluminium toaster specific. And I just had to be a toaster. And I kept trying to talk. I was like, hey, guys, nice to And you are like, no, you've got to make toast sound effects. <laughs> wow, what's a toast wow. sound effect sound like? like? Yeah, can you give it? <laughs> that sounds like a human eating, eating toast. toast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went method. I don't know. It was really that's hard. Not, that's not method. You need to actually really be tough. the piece of toast, Lexi. <laughs> Like a toast sound effect would be like, <laughs> that's the toast getting cooked. <laughs> oh, the uncanny sound effect, Isabella. I really <laughs> that felt sounded the toast. like a last, like ragged breath. <laughs> well, when you think about your lifespan as toast, like yeah. literally the particles and molecules of your very being are being changed inside a uh, claustrophobic, mm. fiery, small. <laughs> oven type space. In that way, a toast it is kind changing. of like a cocoon for a piece of bread, isn't it? Mm. You come out metamorphosized into a delicious treat. Butterfly. Or like butter. a... Butterfly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but there's no butter on the toast when it goes in, so... No. Yeah. It could have been good. Yeah. There's no butter on a caterpillar before it turns into a butterfly either. There's no <laughs> butter on me before I was born. My whole life has just been wrenched into vivid perspective. <laughs> um, so, Lexi, you got a couple of exciting <laughs> things going on in your life. I do. Mm. Um, well, performance-wise, I'm part of the Cover Girls, which is a lovely little corporate trio. We do a lot of ship work. 
prance around the place singing in three-part harmony. On ships? On ships, yes, on the high seas around the place. Mm. It's a good time. Do you have a pirate procedure? <laughs> yeah, in case you get invaded by pirates, what is your what is Covergirl's policy on pirates? There is one actually. They turn all the lights off on the ship so you can sail without being seen by other ships. So you sail Whoa. in darkness and you all lie on the floor and what? just cross your fingers. Is this when you think pirates what? might be watching, or once they're on the ship? <laughs> I think once they're on the ship, it is too late. You can't stop them. Because it's, yeah, it's when you see a pirate ship, you go dark, and so the pirates cannot get to you. <laughs> because I don't think I'd want to be in the dark, lying on the floor. <laughs> because uh, one- famous, famously, pirates can't see in the dark, and so they just <laughs> they get on board. They see a star, like ah, oh, this isn't worth it, and they just go back to where it's they came too from. Too hard. It never happened to me, but it did happen to my dad actually when he was, when he was a teenager on a cruise ship. Yeah, I know. They were going through like some golf in Europe um, not like, like a you know the golf where the ocean is not like a golf course it can, I think I'm using the right word there yeah, it was G- a golf a, a golf with a U yeah that's the one yeah. and um, then all the lights went off and they're told to all lie on their stomachs and yeah. <laughs> what, so their stomachs like with their like, like what do not one do not lie on your back <laughs> whatever you do you must lie on your stomach pirates hate that <laughs> and they, they got away with it the pirates didn't see them because the pirate ship was all lit up and yo-ho and oh so wait maybe the pirates should turn off the lights <laughs> yeah. it seems like pirates shouldn't be parading their presence so hard yeah like um, they should maybe try that yeah like, one of my friends was a dancer on a cruise ship um tim and he told me that on that ship there was a pirate procedure where they were told if pirates came on board the ship that they should all open up their doors, bow their heads in submission and sit on their beds and not make eye contact with the pirates. And I was like, that's such a bleak answer. Like, I would want to (laughs) fight. Fight. <laughs> like I would climb up a mast with like one of those like Captain Hook style well, that's swords. The thing, surely on a cruise ship you outnumber those pirates. So you'd significant hope so. De- deal, Thousands right? Of like just in ships. crew alone, you'd probably have more people than pirates. Yeah, but think of the crew you've got. You've yeah, got I musical so. theatre performers. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we would entertainment all... stuff. The shoppies, you know, they sell diamonds. Yeah, I would. I would just. I think I would lie on my tummy. <laughs> Yeah, well, pirates hate. Well, that, let's so. hope it never happens. I'm sailing away again soon, so sail away, sail away, sail away. Um, there's a couple of other things going on for you as well. You're in yes. Impromptunes with Isabella and myself. Sure Love it. You can check out those Bondi. podcasts as well. Yes, yes. Impromptunes, the completely improvised podcast. This room um, of people just went to Bondi. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you're you've got a dance show coming up. I right? sure do. In it's October. called I Am Harlequin, and it'll be playing at Melbourne Dance Centre in October. Wait, Every, I am Harley. I Quinn. am Harlequin. I am Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. No, Quinn. not the Batman supervillain. Just uh, I am Harley Quinn. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Harley Quinn. Is, do you think that Harley Quinn is called that because of Harlequin? Ha- uh, because of the because that's a massive Harlequin. Yes, Harlequin. I think that's exactly Harlequin. what she is named after. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing in a, an Italian. Uh, what am I? I'm Pantaluna, an Italian sort of pantomime ghost. Thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, and where can people find you if they want to see more of Lexi online? You can find me on my old Instagram, uh, Alexia May Brinsley. Your old Instagram. What's what your, about new your new one? one? <laughs> Not my new one. That hasn't been launched yet. That's been launched soon. So uh, at Alexia May Brinsley. Correct. Great. My full name is great for security purposes. Brinsley. Brinsley. Uh, Brinsley with a B, not a G. Brinsley with an S, not an X. Yes. <laughs> Brinsley with, a y, not with an, an I. L, not an R. <laughs> Brinsley. That's me. Um, great. I will post 
that in the description of this week's episode. All of that, like the full, uh, yeah. The whole thing. Also, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, me and Isabella are appreciated very much if you can give us a five-star review on wherever you're mm. listening. Um, tell a friend about it because we love it Crazy. when people listen to this podcast. Yeah, we love a little <laughs> And without follow. your support, it would not happen. That's you, listeners. I'm talking to you, not Alexia Maybrinch. <laughs> She's I not supported listened. us at She's not supported us at all. Except with weird toast dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but that dream came true and I don't get to be a toast, so thanks, guys. Anyway, let's get back to it. Hello, everybody. This is Emmett and Holly from Impromptunes, a completely improvised musical. And this year we've launched a brand new project where we make up a completely improvised musical every week on Impromptunes, the podcast. So we get suggestions from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, from you guys. Now, some of my favourite titles have been Spotted, A Love Story. Dumplings Gone Wild. Attack of the Vegans. Inside the Bomb Squad. I also loved Roller Derby Brontosaurus. And Hot Dog Tales. So you guys can hop on, subscribe to the podcast, and of course, suggest your very own title. Elon's Musk. Oh, my God. Um, so we've just uh, we've inserted the stick up the putrid ass. Yes, we we've we were post the stickening now, and uh, our good friend Sayo Bahan has uh, just inserted the stick inside her. She's in fact turned into. <laughs> Man, I didn't know I'd ever be saying that phrase, especially on a digitally broadcast. No, but she's turned medium. into she's turned into Hugh Hefner. She, yeah, yeah, she's become <laughs> temporarily. I assume Hugh Hefner. She probably only got about 10 minutes like this. Ooh, yeah. Woo. Looking pretty good there, Isabella. She, funnily enough, acts nothing like him. No, nothing like (laughs) him She looks just like him. exactly like you have now, but talks exactly not like you have now. Oh, my God. This is just a... This is just a this is just a moment. It's gonna pass, surely. It's part of the process. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, yeah, but it was it was a lot to experience. Just gonna go back to the bathroom for a bit and put the stick back in just for a moment. Oh, you took it out? Oh my god. This just seem like... didn't put it in deep enough and I'll be back. Bye bye you. Hey, um, Isabella, do you ever think we go too far with what we ask our guests to do on this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I had a dream that once I asked a guest to be a piece of toast, <laughs> and I thought that was probably too far. Yeah, that would be outrageous. Like, how do you possibly act that, you know? Mm. How could you make that sound? I don't know. I take a genius. Oh, Sayobahan, so you're Isabella, back. I have birthed the most beautiful, beautiful little baby leprechaun. What? I made a baby female leprechaun. Oh, look. Look at my baby. Oh, goodness. It's so small. It's actually a baby. And it's usually they what? They come out fully aged as they fully come old out aged as men. Full-aged old men with beards and a little tiny shoe hubble but ready to go straight to the shoe You've factory. actually bo- born an actual leprechaun baby. A Why do you think he became girl. Hugh Hefner, though? Because <laughs> that was, quite that was really that. weird. There's some things that don't have to make sense. That was a moment that I think we can all share. I mm. looked in the mirror. It wasn't nice, but... I'm back now. I'm Sayobahan. Oh, my God. That baby, baby girl is, so is maturing by the second. Oh, wow. Already has little breasts and blonde oh. hair. Diddly, diddly, dee, potato. Oh, my God. It's wow. becoming a Playboy leprechaun bunny. Oh. oh, wow. They do grow up so fast. It classically takes around 35 minutes to grow to adulthood. So we should be there pretty much soon. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Beautiful. I'm it's sad like we're dragging you away from um, your child's, you know, 
precious first and only moments. Mm, but we do a have a podcast. We do to have record. a podcast, so we better. I understand the importance yeah. of the podcast, yeah. and also like it reminds me a little bit of those little like chemical things that we used to have as kids, where we'd like put a little bit of powder on like a thing, and then it would blossom into like a beautiful <laughs> field and mountain overnight. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Like the sea <laughs> monkeys. No, no, that's another that's story another entirely. Thing. Yeah, but completely different. I, anyway, I don't, I don't know. It what was you're a product. About. I'll look it up and I'll, I will mention it later once. Yeah, this great. baby has reached its uh, adulthood. So, um, Sayobahan, you were talking earlier. You were saying that you would dreamt of being um, procreated with with other leprechauns. Well, that is a bit of a dream of mine. A bit of a pipe dream. It's so, just. Well, other other leprechauns don't seem to have any kind of sex drive. You do? Absolutely no sex drive throughout any of the other leprechauns apart from I do have quite the minimal sex drive. About 3% it's there. And I think it would be nice just to be held, to be caressed, to be, I don't know, picked up off the ground once in a while and sat on a bar Mm. top and given a Guinness. I feel the same way. I feel that way too. Mm. I think that that's a pretty universal... Apparently not with normal unicorns though. Unicorns? Or leprechauns. Sorry. <laughs> Appar- or corn cobs. Apparently not with normal leprechauns, yeah. No, no, no. They feel nothing. They just focus on the shoes, the gold, and then they just hope for a day that a broken pair of shoes will come back in and they can fix it again. How interesting. Maybe when you became Hugh Hefner, when you put the stick up your putrid ass, it was because it was some kind of manifestation of the fact that the two of you had in common that you had a sex drive. So perhaps mm. in that ten minutes that we have the stick up, the putrid assholes. Perhaps we become an alter ego in that time. Mm. Mm. Maybe like when all of the leprechauns turn into women to give birth, they all become famous celebrities, you know, briefly. Well, we'll have to go to a birthing ward to have a look. (gasps) Take us there. Let's go. Oh, my God. I wish I had not seen this. That was... That's... I just saw a small old man turn into Britney Spears and give birth to an old man. It was through his bum. Her bum. Like, it was... It was... This is so much. My loneliness is killing me. Oh, no, please don't do this. I must confess, I still believe... You can still still hear her in in the hospital ward now. (laughs) i got to say, this is... Is it Cher that sings that song or is that someone else? <laughs> no, but in this case it is, it Cher, is Cher singing, singing that, that song. song. It's not one of her tracks, but <laughs> she's singing it. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's oh, fancy. Caroline O'Connor. <laughs> famous Australian star. Caroline <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you think we've seen enough? Yeah, I think I saw enough after the first three seconds of the first one we saw. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm not happy at all. I'm not happy. I can't unsee this. Uh, well, let's go to the hospital cafeteria and get a wee cup of tea then. Would love to. So, uh, it was, um, you know, a lot of the time we shared with Sayobahan was very nice. Mm. And a lot of the time was very, uh, maybe the worst shit I've seen ever. <laughs> mm. Um... But I'm glad to know now that uh, Soberhan and her newfound daughter are... Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Are having a, you know, a nice life together. Mm. Kelly's actually reinvigorated um, uh, the sex drives of many old leprechauns. Mm. She uh, became a Playboy bunny and, mm. you know, did what her mother never could, which is get whisked up and 
bought Guinness. <laughs> it's really a touching, touching ending to that tale. But there is also, um, I believe that Siobhan found a pot of gold. A metaphorical one? No, like she found an actual one. Oh, good yeah, on her. Yeah, she did. I think just after seeing us. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad everything's going well for her. You can never Maybe tell we- what's just around the corner. You really can't, can you? Hello, if you're enjoying Off With The Fairies, you can find us on at Fairies Pod on all the social medias. Um, uh, also, if you would give us a five-star review on whatever you're listening to right now, uh, we would really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Anything less than that, don't do it. Don't do it. We don't care for you or your ratings. No, we don't you... want positive feed. And honestly, maybe it's time you took a very hard look at your life and why are you going around giving hardworking podcasters less than five-star reviews? Hmm. I... Just saying. Mm, Keep those busy hands to yourself. (laughs) The world is a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical subscribe to musicals tell me everything i know wherever you find fun and funny podcasts or at our website at that's not canon productions.com that's not canon productions podcast normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to health care it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.